Hello, and welcome to the podcast for the journal Integrated Environmental Assessment and Management, better known as IEAM. I'm Jenny Shaw. The July 2016 issue of IEAM contains an article on ecosystem services in ecological risk assessment by Wayne Munns and several of his colleagues at the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Wayne is the director of the Atlantic Ecology Division at the EPA Lab in Narragansett, Rhode Island. He joins us today to discuss their new study. Hi, Wayne. Thanks for chatting with us. Well, hi, Jenny. It's a pleasure speaking with you, and thanks for this opportunity. You bet. So just to get us all on the same page, would you briefly describe ecosystem services for us? Sure, Jenny. Uh, Broadly speaking, ecosystem services, which is typically a shorthand notation for ecosystem goods and services, are the things that nature provides or does from which humans and society derive benefit. In essence, changes in ecosystem services affect the well-being of people. There are several uh, much more formal definitions than the one I just gave, yet the one we use in our paper is, and I quote, the outputs of ecological processes that contribute to social welfare or have the potential to do so in the future. Let me give you an example, Jenny. Clean water as an output of riparian wetlands and the processes that those wetlands do to remove and and uh, reprocess nutrients benefits people who use the associated water body as a source of drinking water. In this particular example, clean water would be considered the ecosystem service, and the supply of safe drinking water would be the benefit that people receive from that riparian ecosystem. That makes sense, but it sounds like a really difficult thing to quantify and, and assign value to. It is, and and there's much research being conducted to identify indicators of ecosystem services. And by the way, I think we should be talking about changes in ecosystem services because that's the critical thing that affects humans. So there's a, a lot of effort around the world trying to identify the best way to measure and quantify those changes. Your paper states that currently there's no formal link between ecosystem services and ecological risk assessment. So what are you all proposing? Our paper and approach proposes that, when appropriate and informative, ecosystem services be considered explicitly when selecting assessment endpoints. Further, the kinds of data and information that we use as measures of effect should be directly linkable to those ecosystem service-based assessment endpoints. We think this will permit translation of risk assessment results to likely changes in human well-being and social welfare. The Society of CTAC recognizes that ecological risk assessments are intended to provide the kinds of information that are useful to decision makers about the likely adverse ecological effects of exposure to any kinds of different kinds of environmental stressors. In most of those accepted ecological risk assessment approaches, the assessments themselves focus on adverse effects or risks to what are known as assessment endpoints, which are explicit expressions of the environmental values to be protected by any particular decision or policy. Yet as currently practiced, assessment endpoints tend to be defined in terms of ecosystem structure, processes, or outputs 
And these are attributes of ecosystems. Measures of effect, if you're familiar with that term, uh, such as toxicity of a chemical to commonly tested test species, are even further removed from human well-being. So the linkages between the types of data and information that we typically utilize in risk assessments and human well-being are implicit at best. We suggest in our paper, for example, that descriptions and understanding of the ecological components and processes that generate these ecological outputs will help to make those linkages explicit. Those descriptions, by the way, are called ecological production functions. That's a term that's familiar to economists, probably not as familiar to ecologists. Now, along with a better understanding of how ecological outputs contribute to human well-being, the results of the risk assessments based on ecosystem service assessment endpoints can be tied directly to potential changes in human well-being. And this, in turn, will, of course, render risk assessments and the decisions that are based on them more relevant and transparent to people. Given that ecosystem services are oriented towards human needs and ecological risk assessment considers the well-being of the ecosystem, are there potential conflicts for prioritizing outcomes for both processes? Well, Jenny, that's a good question. I think everybody would admit that the ecosystem services concept is decidedly anthropogenic. It was developed in part from the standpoint that people make decisions about protection of the environment. And to play off a statement made by a past president of the United States, people are the deciders. The environment isn't making decisions about environmental protection, rather people are. So these decisions, we believe, will be more effective, uh, transparent and lasting, and, and indeed sustainable when they reflect the values and well-being of people directly. More importantly, the ecosystem services perspective recognizes that people and the environment are really inextricably tied together as part of a single larger system. Put simply, what's good for the environment is good for people, health-wise, economically, culturally, spiritually, and so on. You know, there, there are a number of examples that illustrate this, yet at the absurd ex- limits of the system-based perspective, if there was no environment, there'd be no people. So including ecosystem services in risk assessment and risk management helps to acknowledge that fact. So we believe rather than contributing to the dichotomies entering decision-making that currently and unfortunately pits environmental protection against human health protection, ecosystem services will place both objectives in the same decision. So it won't be just about one or the other, but rather recognition that the two objectives cannot be separated in any kind of decision. Right, that they're inextricable. And I think it's exactly right what you said about What's good for the environment uh, is going to be good for the people. That's right. And, and we depend entirely upon the environment. We rely on the ecosystem services provided by nature for the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the spiritual enjoyment we get, the satisfaction from seeing beautiful vistas. All of those things are the outputs of ecological functions and processes which we call ecosystem services. Well, we're excited to see what happens with this. Do keep us posted. Very good. Well, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Wayne. You've been listening to Wayne Munns discuss his article, 
ecosystem services as assessment endpoints for ecological risk assessment. Access the article in the July 2016 issue of IEAM at ctechjournals.org. I'm Jenny Shaw, and thank you for listening to the IEAM podcast.